Welcome to episode 21 of the High School Huddle presented by the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. My name is William Wilkerson, assistant sports editor here at the paper. You can find me on Twitter at Wilkerson underscore FWST. And I'm Brian Gossett. I'm the high school sports reporter here. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Gossett41. Um, just an exciting another episode here. We're going to recap some girls basketball playoffs. They uh, just started the regional quarterfinals Monday night. And then the boys by district games also Monday night. Uh, and we'll throw in some soccer, uh, softball, and baseball as well. Brian, I'm not really sure what else there is to talk about with Timberview other than them being just really, really, really good. Uh, their boys and girls continue their dominance this season with wins on Monday. We'll go ahead and start with the Lady Wolves where you watch them eliminate Boswell, but it wasn't as um, maybe as easy for them as, as some may have thought. Despite the win being 68-46, you thought it was a little bit closer than the score indicated. Yeah, Boswell came out uh, on fire, uh, hit a couple threes, Nia Dove, uh, got out to a 14-8 lead, and uh, Coach... Coach Kit Martin over at Timberview had to call a timeout, and then they just kind of turned it on and never trailed again. Um, they scored the next eight points and actually finished the first quarter on a 10-2 run uh, to grab the lead, and then they went up 13 at halftime. Boswell made a push with the first nine points of the third quarter, um, got some great uh, fast break baskets from Layla Davis and uh, Alyssa uh, LaFontaine. Um, but then, you know, Timberview calls a timeout again and stops the momentum. And uh, it was really never uh, as close uh, since then. So they got the 22-point 20 lead, and uh, they're moving on again to the, the regional tournament. And uh, so I talked to uh, Coach Martin and after the game, and she was just impressed. Uh, really asked her what was the difference, what was said during that first uh, quarter timeout that really turned it around. Our transition defense was was not uh, not not going to win the game for us. We continued to play it the way we did. They were really getting out and pushing the pace and getting some easy baskets on us. They were beating on the, us on the boards. If we wanted to win the game, we had to find a way to out rebound them and cover them in transition defense. And I thought we stepped up and did that in the last three quarters. So you've got the girls as the top-ranked team in Class 5A. They're one of the very best teams in the entire country. They've only have one loss this season, but their trip hopefully for them to San Antonio is a little bit different. Um, you know, they were coming out of region two and all they had to do was travel just a couple of miles, you know, kind of Northeast to Garland. But now you add three hours to that trip, but again, they've gone to state back to back trips. So it shouldn't bother them that much. Don't you think? Yeah. And the uh, region one tournaments over in Snyder, uh, four hours away at uh, the Coliseum West, West Texas college, uh, I believe is the, the name of it. But um, yeah, they're so used to it by now that I don't think the travel, the road trip uh, should bother them. Um, just, you know, going to be a tough task for any team to, to come up with against them just because uh, <clears throat> they got five girls that are signed to play college ball. You know, their leading scorer only averages 12 points per game, yet the whole team is averaging 70. Um, and so whoever faces them is going to be t uh, a hard task, but... Uh, just another team that made it uh, to the 5A Region 1 tournament was uh, last night was home, uh, the Colony. You know, they were playing Mansfield Legacy, one of our, our area teams. Um, Colony ends up winning 70 to 65. Uh, Legacy went down 11 in the second half, was able to come back and tie it. But uh, Jewel Spear, their top player, the Colony's top player, finishes with 30 points. You know, I uh, think the by district round, you got to watch Harmony Turner over Legacy. Uh, both are both Spear and uh, Turner are 
juniors. Uh, Turner put in 29, but just came up short. And so the Colony, uh, back to the regional tournament, it's their second time in the last three years. And uh, so we got two on Monday and uh, two more will clinch on Tuesday night. So I'll touch base on uh, Harmony Turner real quick. I got to see her uh, play uh, Birdville last week. Uh, she was all over the place. Uh, she is the number 56 or 57 player in ESPN's uh, class of 2020. 2020. 2020. Yep. There you go. I'm, I'm getting old here, so I, I'm losing my uh, losing track of my years. But uh, she has the it factor. Um, you could tell that she kind of gets up for certain matchups. Um, Birdville had a uh, spectacular junior as well, um, and they went right at each other all game long. So um, you know, kudos to Harmony Turner. I'll be uh, definitely a fan of hers, and, and be, can't wait to see kind of what transpires throughout her basketball career, um, not only at this level but at the next level and the level after that yeah, and, and as well. She's been uh, starting since the freshman year. Legacy uh, had a deep run her freshman year and played alongside her her older sister, and now she's kind of you know taking all the the. The work and uh, she's really doing a great job. So we'll, we'll move on to the two, uh, the Timberview boys uh, who are number three and 5A. They were the state champs back in 2017, regional quarterfinalists last season. They opened the playoffs with a pretty convincing 75 48 win over Fort Worth Arlington Heights. Yeah, and uh, you know, this is a lot of people probably picked Timberview, I, I would guess the majority did, but. Um, you know their their top players, Trajan White, uh, who signed the Air Force in in uh, November, and then C.J. Smith. They both finished with uh, 18 and 16 points respectively, and just it was it was they got out to a big lead in the first quarter, and uh, Heights really couldn't recover. And so, Timberview, you know, only only two loss two losses on the season, and uh, a lot of people are probably taking Timberview. I'm one of them to at least make the state tournament. And uh, I mean, if you've been following Tim Review, or if you haven't, uh, maybe you watched them, or uh, maybe you watched Oklahoma State play TCU on Monday. Um, Isaac Likely was a, a former Tim Review uh, standout, and he uh, he performed really well against the Frogs and uh, Oklahoma State's uh, win against TCU, which really did not do TCU any favors with the selection committee, I'm sure. Um, the Wolves will face Little Elm or Grapevine later this week. In 6A, North Crowley beat San Angelo Central by 31, and then L.D. Bell win, won his first playoff game in nine years. Brian, that's that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, uh, just congrats to the Blue Raiders, Coach uh, Brock Pendleton. Um, you know, Jaden Wells went off for uh, 24 points in the win, uh, 77-66 against Arlington Bowie. And then you mentioned North Crowley, who – uh, number three in 6A and has just been, you know, kind of a basketball power in this area uh, by district champs again, 19th time in the last 20 years. And they were a regional tournament team and you know, kind of expect them to get there again. Uh, it's been a while since they won state. Uh, they're only one in uh, 08. So hopefully, you know, Coach Bracco, who's uh, been the only coach with North Crowley the last 21 years, uh, we'll see if they can make it. I know region one's a tough 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 uh region in dfw especially so but congrats to those uh teams um uh, for making it to the area round a couple of other teams that moved on include defending 6a champ allen rockwall and decatur desoto beat richardson berkner by 10 and duncanville man they uh they survived a scare against waxahachie 64 to 61 the number one panthers nearly got upset in the first round but they win and advance to play either hebron or byron nelson in the second round yeah, a couple more games on the girls' side, uh, really just one, in, at least in the DFW area. Uh, that's Class 4A, number 7-ranked Midlothian Heritage. 
uh, winning a pretty defensive battle against number 12, Lorena, 34-22. And uh, the Lady Jaguars are off to their first regional tournament um, in program history. Of course, it's uh, their third or fourth year uh, playing UIL varsity sports. Uh, we're going to move over to soccer, um, transition over to soccer, and where the South Lake Carroll teams continue to lead our error rankings, which you can check out the top 10 boys and girls teams, according to our very own Brian Gossett on DFWVarsity.com. Yeah, and uh, we're doing this uh, podcast on Tuesday, so I'm going to skip ahead to uh, some key Friday games. But yeah, we're kind of in the middle of district. Some teams are, are already starting the second round of district. You know, you mentioned Carroll boys uh, looking really well. I believe their record's 13-0-2. And then the Carroll girls uh, who made it to the regional quarterfinals last season. A lot of D1 talent, a lot of, uh, you know, Big 12, SEC-type commits and signees. Uh, only one loss on the year. They will go – They both the boys and girls will travel and play at Keller on Friday night. That's a really good matchup uh, on the boys' side. Again, Carroll number one uh, for our rankings. Keller coming in at number three. Girls, uh, girls, you know, Keller kind of down this year, but still uh, can't take them lightly. Uh, they made it to the state tournament a couple of seasons ago. Uh, Coach Billy Griffith uh, does a great job with, with that program. So it uh, should be a good one. Hopefully it's a, a little warmer on uh, Friday night there. A lot of actually Tuesday games are getting pushed to Wednesday night because of the weather. Um, a couple other ones, Birdville and Azel girls. Birdville's always been... Uh, a playoff team, Azo has really come on the, the last uh, year or two. Uh, I believe it's a 3-4 matchup in uh, District 7-5A. And then you got Cleburne and Midlothian girls. Midlothian, the uh, regional tournament team last season for the first time, I believe. And then Cleburne, uh, just pretty good. Um, kind of just barely makes the playoff type of team, but really 11-2 this season. Uh, on the boys' side, you have Mansfield versus Summit. Uh, Martin versus Bowie, and then Arlington versus Sam Houston. Uh, Sam Houston making it to the state tournament uh, twice in the last four years. So, so pretty good matchups. Go watch. Uh, bundle up. Bundle up there on uh, Friday night. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Brian. Would you say that Carroll is the favorite on both sides? Um, <clears throat> you know the girls. I think so. Um, Allen, Flowermont, Marcus were a couple of regional tournament teams. Allen was actually the one that knocked out the Carroll girls last season. Um, and that was actually at Dragon Stadium. Uh, I think the score was 3-1. to one. But Carroll, I think, is just a deep team. Again, they, they signed, I want to say, anywhere from 8 to 10 kids. And majority of them were those big schools. Uh, they got an OU. They have a couple of Baylors. They have a Texas, um, SMU. And so – and for the soccer last season was the first year – the Development Academy, uh, if you're into soccer, you know that when you play Development Academy, you can't play high school ball. Um, it's it's really to – it's better competition, so a lot of the coaches uh, make their kids play DA instead of high school. And so Carroll uh, lost three or four girls last season who couldn't play, but they returned. Uh, one I mentioned going to Texas, Sydney Noble – uh, I believe is a defender, and so uh, I, that's a big reason why I think they're a favorite. They have a really good um, goalie in Maddie Martin, who is already the career shutouts leader there uh, for that program. And then Carroll Boys, uh, I haven't seen them yet, but still no losses on their record. Uh, 
13-0-2. Um, I know they got a new coach uh, who came over from Keller Central, so can't count them out. I know there's, a, there's great talent all around. Uh, DFW's really really a great spot for soccer uh, when it comes to uh, soccer, but um, yeah, I, you got to watch them. I think both will make a deep playoff run. So we've covered uh, basketball and soccer, but we can't leave out softball and baseball as those seasons uh, start to get underway. Softball is in its second week, while baseball uh, began on Monday with official games. We'll start with softball, but who's looking like contenders in 2019? Yeah, for as long as I've been here, uh, this is my fifth season covering softball. Uh, you can't, you know, you got to start with Keller and 6A. Um, have won state the last, uh, excuse me, they been to the regional final uh, the last four years, winning state in uh, 16 and 17. Uh, Plano's the one that knocked them out. You know, they, they're back and strong. Uh, Carroll, they're, they're a lot improved. And then Eaton, who who just really in their third year uh, in softball, jump in from 5A to 6A. They're in that Keller district, but they are off to a hot start. They're 8-0. and uh, They beat Mansfield yesterday 20-2. to uh, Got three home runs, two for Maddie Wright. Uh, Martin's always good. Uh, Rachel Riley does a great job. And you can't count out uh, Duncanville. You know, uh, Celine Donahoe is a, a, a great kid uh, committed to UNT. Mansfield's always good. Um, they hit a lot of home runs. So, uh, But I start with Keller, but uh, those are some of the contenders when it comes to softball, at least in the 6A level. And what about baseball, Brian? Yeah, baseball. You know, Salt Lake Carroll and Eaton um, in our area were the state title winners in 6A and 5A last season. Um, really interesting because now Eaton moves up to that Carroll district. So that district has the 6A and 5A state champs. Um, again, Keller's always good in baseball and softball. Um, Alito in, in 5A, Grapevine has a new coach. Um, went to the state tournament there uh, in 16 and 17. Colleyville Heritage with uh, Bobby Witt, who probably go number one uh, later this season in the um, NOB draft. Uh, is signed to Oklahoma, but um, I think he'll go to the MLB. Um, but yeah, I think uh, if you if you choose Carroll or Eaton, who's going to win state? I like Carroll's chances a little better. I know Eaton lost at least 12 or 13 seniors to graduation, but um, but they look strong again. Um, but yeah, there's some contenders there again. Starting official games starting on Monday, and then tournaments uh, starting later this week for baseball. So we'll, we'll wrap up here, but before we go, Brian, just wanted to give some shout-outs to state swimmers and divers who competed over the weekend the UIL State, UIL state uh, Swim and Diving Championships down in Austin. Uh, the Carroll boys and girls won 6A state titles yet again. It was the third for the girls and for the boys. I mean, Brian, I'm not sh- really sure what else to say. They continue their impressive run, run with their ninth straight and 11th overall. Yeah, and some just a couple state winners, and uh, we're going to have a list here of uh, area state finishers on dfwvarsity.com but Kyle Sanchez uh, won in the one meter dive over at Mansfield Lake Ridge Donald Scott a two-time state winner in the 100 yard breaststroke and 200 yard freestyle um, he's at uh, Keller Central and then the the girls uh, you mentioned Carol girls winning uh, big reason Haley Henderson and Bridget O'Neill go uh, gold and silver in the one meter dive for the Lady Dragons and then uh, one note for Alito, uh, Elijah Son, uh, won in the 200-yard freestyle, and I believe he's the uh, first-ever state uh, swimming champ for the Alito Bearcats. So congrats to all of them. Again, going to have a list here on our site. And um, 
just for area state finishers. You know, and I'd like to give one last shout out to uh, Tiny Perrin um, ISD. They are a, a town of, I would say, roughly four to 500 people. We did a story on them um, in Monday's or Tuesday's uh, Star-Telegram. Uh, their boys basketball team is uh, in the state playoffs for the first time in 58 years. So congrats uh, to those guys out there and, and best of luck in the uh, UIL state state playoffs. Um, I, I guess that's going to be it for us. Yeah, and uh, just a, quick, a couple uh, side notes. Again, uh, just visit startelegram.com, dfwvarsity.com. As we mentioned, softball and baseball are getting underway. So uh, we'll be having you know softball players to watch. Uh, 6A is up. And then 5A and, and the other classes will be up this week. And then the same for, for baseball. And hopefully I can get some uh, soccer district standings and soccer soccer stats later this week. So just visit our site as uh, we continue coverage for the uh, winter and spring seasons. And there you have it. That's a Brian Gossett, DFWVarsity.com. He's a one-man band, but uh, we are so lucky to have him here at the Star-Telegram. Thank you again for uh, listening along with us uh, for this, the 21st episode of the High School Huddle. We'll hopefully see you next week. Thank you.